Hey guys, David here with the Before We Get Started podcast. I wanted to jump on here and say this week's episode, we have all the guys back. That's right. Myself, Wade, Chris, and Dylan are all in the studio and we are recording again. Hopefully it keeps going. Hopefully we can get uh, maybe an episode a week, maybe an episode every other week. Either way, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. We talk about uh, a lot of fun stuff. Now I will warn you, uh, maybe about halfway through, there is a technical difficulty where some of our audio is lost, and then we will jump back into what we were trying to take a break. So, unfortunately, this these things happen, and uh, you know we just uh, can't get it back. Unfortunately, that is the problem with the episode, but we have a lot of fun conversations, and I think you guys will enjoy it. So. With that being said, let's get on with the episode. How old is he? He's 21. Oh, she's only 28? Yeah. I didn't think she was that young. I thought she was like in her early... I didn't thought she looked old, but... Uh, I think they dress her up kind of to be... Well, how old is the guy older. that plays Aegon? Uh, I'm not sure I didn't look. Uh, oh, so you only did half of the story. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so you can... Okay, CNN. <laughs> He's a... Uh... You just throw it in CNN right at the beginning <laughs> of this. I mean, I, 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 I do like the the casting of Aemon. He looks fucking terrifying. Like, I wouldn't fuck with him. Uh... Damon, he wouldn't mess with Damon, though. He just looks so much older than all the other kids. I don't think he looks crazy older. He's a, In real life, he's about the age he's supposed to be in the show and the books. I think he's supposed to be like 15 or 16. No, I, I guarantee you That's he's not. That's a big not. jump. He is 12, or, 12 to 14 in that last episode. He's not, though. He, he is. He's 10. That's not... We're older now, so when we see a kid that age, that's what we think. He is not. I guarantee you that kid is 12 or 13. He didn't exist before the time jump. The time jump was 10 years. He's not supposed to be 15. So he would have been guarantee. He would have been 10 in the last episode. I guarantee you. You jumped ahead another four or five years, he would have been 15. I guarantee you he's not no. supposed to be 15. He's supposed to be 15. No, he's not. Which is why it looks so crazy. He's not supposed to be 15. <laughs> he's like the biggest, scariest 15-year-old I've not ever 15. seen. You are the roughest 23-year-old yeah, I've ever 20. seen. He's drinking. He's got one eye. He's like, I'll fuck you up. He's beating up his bodyguard and shit. First of all, he's not 15, but... Younger Seven siblings old. can grow taller than older siblings. In our hands yeah, uh, I, I feel up. like if they would have uh, contrasted it with like a bigger Aegon, uh, it wouldn't have been as weird. But why is Aegon got to be big? Because Aegon was big in the last scenes. So maybe a lot of people like reach their peak in high school and like but there was they, a kid they that was always just kept the same uh, dude. Then the shortest kid we had in our class was short. Like he was like five four or five five up through like senior year in high school. And he's 5'10 now. So he grew five or six inches after high school. So it can happen. I get to when you just watch it randomly on the show, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. But it happens all the time. 
I just feel like uh, and in the face, I certainly don't think he looks older than he looks than way Adon. older. He's like the king of chins. The king of chins. He has. Chin. He's, he's always getting like a smirk. Chin. Like he's always like he has a permanent smirk. He looks like the Grinch. Sides. Yes, he looks very <laughs> creepy. But um, did you see when uh, Damon like told the kids, "Wait, wait," and then he turned around. and... Oh, you Targaryen boys. And Eamon was like, crap, I can't beat him. I gotta walk away. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Oh, and what did I tell you? Viserys is a freaking boss. Uh, don't you, don't. <laughs> I'm not That's saying a, he's not a boss. I was expecting, uh, like, uh, here's your crown type of, like, uh, just to do what he did in the condition he was in was it amazing. Was, it was very cool. Uh, I think Ty gave me more of an expectation uh, with the whole tearjerker thing. I don't feel like I was moved to tears. but See, I thought the throne room scene was more tearjerky than the dinner scene. Although it did get me when he said, do it for the sake of this old man who loves you all so dearly. Because mm-hmm. you're uh, like, man, this guy is poor. He just wanted everybody to get along. He wanted to be Danny Tanner from Full House, and he didn't get it. Walking to the throne was a great Clean moment. Uh, it was great. Uh, and when Damon uh, helps him. Cooking really cool. dinner. That was really cool. Uh, I, d- I don't recall the last words part. Uh, uh, he says, my love. He sees Ama, his wife, which is improvised. Really? He says, yeah, it's not in the script. He just felt like he loved Ama, and as he's dying, that's who he would see uh, his wife. Pretty much seals the fate on me hating Allison. She left him to die. Yeah. Well, I don't think she... I don't... I don't think we're meant to think that she knew he was dying right there. I don't think that. Because I'm sure he's had lots of nights where he felt bad like that. Well, I know, like, but the- why did him saying that make her think, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to, everything that just happened at that dinner, scrap that. Mm. Uh, because I think it was like a, in his final moments, he didn't think sort of like Rhaenyra. What, what Rhaenyra was saying about how, you know, she, yeah. she's been the only one around him that stood for him all this time. And then at the end of it, he doesn't call for her. He calls for his real wife. I mean, she's an but impo- she's gone. She's yeah. an imposter, basically. Allison is an imposter. Well, he chose her. I mean, right? But I think she's her felt fault. she's felt like an imposter the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of sealed it. Like what was as, it? Like two episodes ago when he's he's I'm Ama. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, that's not Ama. That's Allison. Yeah, I think that's something she's had to deal with for a while. But I feel like I should have said this before we got five minutes in, but spoiler warnings. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, if you have not seen House of the Dragon <laughs> through episode eight. Um, you just did now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> well, this is the Before We Get Started podcast. And last episode I put out that we were in an indefinite hiatus. And, uh, that and was, we're back. We're back. We just wanted to surprise you guys. Um, surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> uh, I'm David. With me today is Wade. Chris and Dylan, all four of us are back, uh, and Chris is very excited oh. about some news that we found out. Fletcher, um, you have no idea how do excited. Do you just want me to read it to him? Well, hold on a minute. Let me set it up. Well, because I was going to say, which excitement part is he oh, well, there's two. About? Yeah, there's two great things I'm excited about. Let's start with maybe the more exciting part. Let yeah. me build it up. No, let's the, do that. The more exciting thing is that Eamon Targaryen is 15 years old in the show. Tragedy. Nope. As <laughs> usual, Dylan, he's missing the mark, but <laughs> you're not going to distract me from this. This is my moment of triumph. So we're just talking about House of the Dragon, which if you haven't watched it, is a great show. But there's another fantasy show out that is absolutely horrendous, right. and it's called Rings of Power. And it's bad. I don't need to go any more detail than just say it's bad. And what I'm about to to say is going to exemplify just how terrible it is. 
So at the beginning, I only watched the first two episodes, and I've just kind of kept up with uh, videos, TikToks here and there about how the show's going. And my good friend over here, Dylan, who has watched until the last two episodes, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I stopped maybe two or three episodes ago. Uh, I I gave it a good chance. Uh, you did. A valiant effort. Uh, the first two episodes, I actually did not hate. Uh, the changes I seen, I kind of accepted it as it was, and I would just kind of watch it. I was grateful for just a Lord of the Rings series. Uh, and then uh, it pro- some of the changes did prompt me to read With the Silmarillion. It, it prompted <laughs> me to read the Silmarillion. Which uh, is awesome. And then after that, like, just the changes that they went through were just too less great. and less too acceptable. Yeah. To the point where they're just straight up retconning it. And I only made it to episode three. I don't even know if you call it retconning. You're just making stuff up. Yeah, it's like, uh, as adaptations go, it is the loosest of adaptations that I have probably seen in a good while. I would not argue that statement. And I think there's only two good scenes in the two episodes I saw. The scene where you see the fell beasts and the eagles fighting, that's kind of a cool wide shot. And then where you see Sauron walking out, you know, in front of all the orcs. But, you know, we thought there's got to be a big bad in this season, right? It's going to be Sauron, right? But who could that be? And I felt from the beginning that it was this... This Joker, Halibrand. <laughs> and I was told by my two good buddies here to my left and right, Wade and Dylan, no, this is crazy. This makes no sense. There's no way. But something was revealed in this last episode. What could it have been, David? Uh, from comicbook.com, Sauron revealed in the Rings of Power finale. <gasps> Shocking. So I'll start about halfway down. Uh Galadriel started to get suspicious. Galadriel. Galadriel. He's going to be a stickler about it. started to describe the proposed crown's power not as a way to save the elves, but rather as a powerful weapon that could control the power of the unseen world. The power sounded identical to what Adar described Sauron's true goal was. Then it goes down to say... While Sauron wants to heal Middle-earth by controlling it, he does offer Galadriel a place by his side as his queen. She rejects the offer, and when she comes to, Halibrand slash Sauron has disappeared and made his way back to Mordor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right yeah. there, yeah. Galadriel does research yeah. into his lineage, discovers he lied, and is now heir to the Southlands as he claimed. When she confronts him, Halibrand's true Sauron identity is revealed. That is the worst it thing that has awful. probably I ever have, happened. I'm not a Lord of the Ring. I enjoy the movies. Um, I'm not. So I you're enjoy, unbiased. Yeah. So as you guys are like getting upset about this, let's give some context. Why is this? Ex- why because is this, this so is bad? not how it. Let me say from the start, I it wasn't saying Halibrand was Sauron because I wanted it to be, or I thought it made logical sense in Makes the no scope sense. of the show they are correct they kept saying well that doesn't make any sense so you're wrong and they are correct it doesn't make any sense but i was right because i was trying to tell you guys how bad these showrunners and writers are it's just that's how bad they are it was too obvious like they made it too obvious to where there i just gave them the benefit of the doubt that there's no way that they could make it like that Fucking terrible. You guys are too good of guys. You Not only that, but <laughs> it's also bad because in the Silmarillion, there is three people that Sauron does not fuck with in the whole of the world. And that is Elrond, Galadriel, and Gilgalad, the uh, the new king of the elves or whatever. Yeah. Because they, 
It, it, and all three see, are in the show. They see right through him. <laughs> they see right through him. They don't believe him. They're the only three elves that are not swayed by his fair looks and his high talk. And it seems like to me that those are the only three people that interact with him in the Rings of Power show. <laughs> Makes sense. They're sure. the only ones that are fooled by him. It's a complete flip. Uh, uh, it's just ridiculous. Well, Galadriel was too busy being a Karen and a Mary Sue to see what was going it's a very on. Very big Mary Sue. Um, but that's what that was my point the whole time is not that it should be or shouldn't be. What's that mean? It's, He's a very big Mary Sue. Mary Sue, like uh, what Ray is in Star Wars, like she didn't have to become oh, anything. Just, to learn. Like, just, I'm just great at everything. Uh, yeah. I'm good. Well, I mean, Which is what I'm just amazing. Is. And she's also a Karen. Galadriel's really not a Mary like Sue. Captain she's America, one of the oldest elves in the there whole series. Did you not see her take out that troll? Yeah. And it took the whole fellowship to take out the cave troll in Fellowship of the Ring. And it but, was not easy to do that. But most of them were men and hobbits. You uh, had a wizard there. A wizard that really doesn't do a whole lot of spells. He takes on a Balrog not ten minutes later. Yeah. But he couldn't take out a cave troll if he wanted to? Uh, and saved a, Frodo? and everybody. He just said old man that does fireworks. I guess until <laughs> ten minutes later when, oh, he's not just that. But he also controls, uh, he has the fire ring. Uh, I, I think it's in some way that uh, when he does fight the Balrog, he basically eliminates the fire from the Balrog and he's just shadow. Uh, so he, he kind of has like an advantage over the Balrog. Uh, but clearly he's frightened of the Balrog. Like I he mean, knows the Balrog can kill I him, don't like the does, snow actually. troll scene. I do like the snow troll itself. It is kind of cool looking. Uh, I don't like, I didn't like the fight scene itself. Uh, I thought that the wire work, they went through all the trouble of setting up this choreographed scene and then they flashed through it like an Arrowverse CW. Yeah. Uh, fight. And we know how much you love CW. I despise it. Uh, but I mean, Galadriel is... <laughs> I mean, she's not bullshitting around when she says, you know, she's been fighting orcs since before the first sunrise. Bloody she, disguise. Still, it should not be that easy for her to take out a troll. Maybe not. But I don't think she's as big of a Mary Sue as, like, a Ray. I mean, she Maybe is not quite that big. Thousands yeah. of I think she's old. closer to a Karen than a Mary Sue. Definitely. But uh, still, my point stands. Um, but I tried to tell you guys, just to give you... I didn't want you guys to be upset when it happened, because I knew it was coming. It happened. That's how bad this show is. And I think this should be the last time it's ever discussed in our presence. Uh, I'll probably bring it up again. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably bring it up again. <laughs> At this point, I'm hate watching it. Uh, but I mean, obviously, hate watching. I'm not going to keep up with it like uh, House of Dragon, which is uh, actually good. So I've missed the, the past couple episodes. Um, what well, was it? The last episode? Did it say in that article? So are we done on hiatus till season two? Yeah, Which, that was the season finale. If we're lucky, that will never occur. Yeah, it just says finale. It'll yeah, be like the finale. interview with uh, Dark Lord during last night's episode. That's all it really says. We'll find characters in season two. Oh, it two even says it right goes. there. Uh, as Galadriel learned that Halibrand was actually the Dark Lord during last night's episode. <laughs> I know I you're in disbelief. Throw some salt. <laughs> yeah. in that you were correct him. about Helena being the second child of Allison, but I was, oh. I called this one a long time ago. So just oh. thinking of salt and Dylan's wound, um, do you want, uh, do you know about She Hulk? Like what oh. happened on it? Here, I, I saved yeah, the picture. I, I saved the picture. <laughs> I didn't know. I, of, I literally just out saw of, this. Uh, all the Hulks. Um, what's one of your favorites? What's one of the storylines you want to see? Yeah, about what's Hulk? the storyline you want? I want to see Immortal Hulk more than anything. But like okay. the characters of Hulk, like within the Hulk universe, like you have because they revealed Hulk, one in have... She Hulk. Oh, I'd like to see uh, Leader. I'd like to see Red Hulk. I want to uh, see the Leader. Um, would you like to see his son? Yeah, see, I'd like what, to see Scar. Would you, okay. cool. Oh, you gotcha. want to see Scar? Yeah. There you go, pal. 
I am now showing that? <laughs> that scar, my friend. <laughs> Why does he look like Taylor Lautner from uh, the Do you want to know how they introduced uh, I think him? I he looks like Chet of Tatum. They're Jesus all this is, and this is how he's introduced into the Devin Hellman. Um, that is the worst entrance of anything oh, I've ever seen. They're no. all Matt Murdock and She Hulk yeah. and all the and She Hulk's family are at a barbecue. Boo. And here comes Professor Hulk. And he goes, Oh yeah, well and first he's standing behind him. Like they're not gonna see him. But he's like, yeah. I know I've been on Sakar for a long time and uh I've got something to tell you. This is my son's scar, and that's it. I knew you would love Surprise. this. That's bad. <laughs> you would love it. Like, not, it. Is that not terrible? Kevin Feige signed off on they this. They just kind of threw him in there. The yeah. Planet Hulk story was fucking awesome. So it was, was. The, the the stuff at Spawned with Scar. Uh, Scar's a great character. Scar himself, yeah. and then the 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 other son, uh, the the actual World Breaker or whatever. Yeah, uh, fucking awesome stories. Uh, but that's what you get. They have a family barbecue like Fast and the Furious. He's there. supposed to be more yeah. like Conan. More family. Like, <laughs> Scar is supposed to be basically the, the MCU's newest Conan. Well, basically. it looks like he's about to get a surfboard and hit the waves. What's up out with there his on hair? Why is yeah. it half he's shaved? Go get street Because it's the style. What, what are you talking like. about? It's bad. I say, it looks like Channing Tatum just. Yeah, he looks like. Out. Looks like Taylor Lautner from the Twilight series. I don't know what your problem is. This is what we all wanted, isn't it's it? No. Disgusting. We got Scar in the MCU. And I What's hope all you listeners deal? can pick up on my sarcasm. <laughs> Laying it on pretty So there's going to be no World War Hulk at all. Uh,. It doesn't appear to me. I don't know. How, how do you rescue this character now? You've you've dug his grave, and now you've shoved him down there. Are you going to bury him now? Because that's all that's left. You have to kill She-Hulk and make him mad. Why well, would that the, make him mad? Who cares about She-Hulk? With the way they've softened Hulk, well, it'll be like... They have softened. He's got to go... I don't like... He's like, all right, buddy. Hey, let's go get something to drink. <laughs> let's have some cookies. I'll, I'll rub your back. You, you, want, you want a dab? Yeah. I mean, come on. Really? Yeah, I really don't like How that. are you going to make him Savage Hulk again? You've got to kill somebody he loves, but... Like, we don't have a Betty. Uh, clearly, they wanted to dissolve the Black Widow relationship because everybody hated that for some reason, and she's dead now anyway. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to turn him back savage? Uh, I can't think of anything. Do you, do you care at this point break after his, what they've done to Break him? his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> My glasses. You can't see now. Well, that happened in She-Hulk, and he stayed who he is. Jesus Christ. So Marvel is just on this Maybe downward they, spiral. Somebody burns the bar that Tony made him, and... Uh, kill She-Hulk and well, nope. She uh, they have to kill She-Hulk. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think there's definitely. I think we all agree since Endgame, Marvel has been subpar, with the exception of probably WandaVision, Loki, and I love Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. I don't I, hate it. I know there are people who can nitpick it, but I love it. That's three things out of what a dozen. Oh well, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah, Spider-Man: No Way Home is the um, only high point since Endgame. And I don't yeah. literally like in-game anyways. So. Well, a high, high point, yeah. Um, but I still think those other three are, are excellent additions to the MCU. Everything else, to me, has been mediocre or just plain bad. Like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and now She-Hulk. These are bad shows. Well, as I said, that's the other problem, too, is they're all shows. And I know part of that, I think, was COVID, right? There's no timeline. Con- uh, yeah, we don't know how Continuum. they're all connected. Like, they're, it's all fractured and it doesn't make any sense. When they're in the films, you know where they mention this person doing yeah. that and that. But there's, yeah, you don't know where you're at. You're waiting in the water and you're not sure where the shore is. I also think it's harder for them to make a bad movie because at least they cut out their bad ideas more. You, you got to narrow it down to two hours, time. right? Yeah. Uh, and now they're just allowed to make terrible And choices. now you've got, what, eight <laughs> or ten hours of okay. stuff. And this is like, like uh, As the World Turns, the Young and the Restless uh, MCU style. <laughs> 
Uh, you yeah. mean like that commercial for Rings of Power they had before the show started? Mm-hmm. <laughs> had to throw that in there. Another dagger into that <laughs> idiotic show. Apparently, this is just a attack, Dylan. <laughs> well, I'm not attacking Dylan. I'm no, attacking the show. Like, just I'm not mad about not Dylan at all. I don't blame Dylan for Rings of Power. Anything, what else are you mad any, about? Any Let's throw that on it. I appreciate the fact that he was willing to give it a chance because I wasn't. But uh, again, I mean, he got burned actually, I because at of the it. beginning you weren't willing to give it. It a was chance. just uh, it was too easy to shit on it, and I thought that. That's not fair. I thought that maybe, you know, it, they're spending a lot of money on it. It is Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'll give it a shot. In name uh, I'll look past the extra diversity they added and the, the small changes like the hair and everything. Uh, and I thought that maybe there could be a, some stuff that would be savable. If, spandex and the chain mail. Yeah, but the choices they made are all bad. But see, uh, like House of the Dragon made small changes. Like House Valerian, obviously they're not a black family. But, like... Okay, but that's the only change you made. The story itself is that's the problem with the Lord of the Rings, yeah. Rings of Power is the story. I don't. It's not so much that you made an elf black, and guess what? Uh, everybody at Amazon, we're not hating on the show because we don't like black people. We don't like that you're changing the lore itself right. of yeah. what Tolkien uh, made. And the reason don't I don't change the story. The reason yeah. in the House of Dragon, I don't like the what they did with the Valerians. Uh, is not because they're black. Obviously, I think they do a great job at, at acting, especially Lord Corlys himself. Uh, but like it, this is supposed to be before the Game of Thrones, so nobody knows like how uh, genetics work. Basically, only a few select people know that like hair color and stuff uh, matters. Uh, so them knowing that it's Sir Harwin the Strong's kids is only based upon the fact that the kids have brown hair. Like when it should matter, the fact that the fact that they're, they're not white. the fact that the kids aren't black would make it so <laughs> obvious to the whole entire universe. It just it kind of makes it less believable that they could pass it on. Like I think in in the actual story, Rhaenyra has a little bit of some leeway. Like oh, maybe they just ended up with brown hair. That makes sense. Uh, but I, there's no way they could have ended up white. And it even makes more sense in the books because Rhaenys doesn't have silver hair like the Targaryen. She has brown hair. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, would make it even more, well, you know, hey, a, that happened, so how do you know? She's a Baratheon spawn, yeah. right? Yep. So, although, we're talking about stuff that Dave and Wade haven't read yet. We're, we're <laughs> trying to push them into it. We're trying to get them to go. Dave has seen Game of Thrones. Wade, you have not even seen that. I haven't seen so, either. So, I, sh- I should have listened and not watched the last two seasons, but I did anyway, just because I I'm sorry. to know. I apologize. Right. Yeah. And I don't get Wade, you need to watch it because you know. like Lord of the Rings, so I'm pretty sure you would get into it fairly easily. And there's boobies in it. Uh, boobies. There are a lot of boobs. Yeah. Uh, on the bright side of Rings of Power being so bad, it makes me not hate The Hobbit as much as I once did. Yeah, because yeah. at least it's fairly faithful to the story. They link uh-huh. some things out and add some stuff, but it's fairly faithful. Right. Uh, it's objectively the same. I still don't like how goofy the dwarves are in the movie, but yeah, they, okay. They started the the bad thing with dwarves. But to be fair, in the Hobbit book, they're not exactly what Gimli becomes in Lord of the Rings yet. No, either. they're not. Uh, but so. like with the lore behind, yeah, not like the seven dwarfs just walking through the woods. Yeah, which but Peter had the knowledge of Lord of the Rings, so he could have changed that when he made the movies. And well, let's change them up and not be quite so goofy. But he didn't. They were very goofy. They were too goofy. Uh, and they are still goofy in uh, Rings of Power. Yes. They all yeah. look like homeless drunkards that just stumbled <laughs> upon some shit. It's like, you guys are idiots. How you, you guys are not powerful or anything. And they really are. <laughs> and they're intelligent and powerful. And they're wise. That's the thing I don't like. Like, only the elves can be wise or somebody like Aragorn. No, the dwarves are quite a wise people. Right. They're in, 
they can make good decisions. Not only are they wise, but they're one of the few people that can't be corrupted by the ring, the rings themselves, yep. which is a testament to their own uh, stability as a piece Race, of stubbornness yeah. of dwarves. They are stubborn. <laughs> there are no dwarf women. So, do you think the same there people are. that are making these shows are making the Star Wars shows? Uh, probably. I, I don't think it's the same people. Like right. that's Scott that did that. No, but the same type of people. Yes, but I. Could say that about almost anybody in Hollywood at this point. Over Maybe the that's, last, uh, like the generation of writers coming through. I don't know. I think I all, agree. all of these companies hire people, uh, diversity writers and diversity this and diversity that. Social politics is and what it is. They interject yeah. them in. Like you can get jobs now to be a diversity reader. Yep. Uh, and company, like if you have like a book, you would hire this diversity reader to read your story and. Find the problematic things within it and then give you suggestions on how to fix it. What kills me about that, though, is clearly like Hollywood lives in their own little bubble, right? And the diversity people are very outspoken on social media. So they think, well, that's what everybody wants. But how many times do you have to put stuff out like that and get criticism back and realize that's not what they want? Because they just sweat. well, it's bots that's, you know, giving bad reviews. It's not bots, and we don't hate it because we hate other races or we hate other uh, sexual orientations. We hate it because you're shoving it down our throats when it doesn't need to be there. If it happens naturally, that's fine. Right. Uh, Black, but don't... Black Panther, Blue Beetle. Yeah. Uh, you these, wouldn't make Black Panther a white guy. No. You wouldn't make Blue Beetle a white guy. But these, these movies, like Black Panther is... Being written by black people for black people, it's starring black people. It's a black story. It's I'm, powerful. It's yeah. good. Uh, I think Blue Beetle will be the same way. Yeah. Uh, but going out of your way to change other stuff to be like other things when they're not is just a problem. Don't take Captain America or Superman and say we're going to put a Asian guy and a black man <laughs> as these two characters. Not because I hate Asians or blacks. Asian but Superman. That's not who they are. It's just not. And nothing you say is going to change that, no matter how much you say, well, they got to represent. No, they don't. I know plenty of black people that are comic book fans that don't want to see Superman be a black guy. Well, then, like, that's if, not who he is. If you did it to where, like, it, like, so, like, somebody like that, the, the race really doesn't matter at all, like a, like a James Bond type. If you made Idris Elba James Bond He'd be and, great. Just, and just never fucking mentioned it. Yeah, that's the problem. They mention it. it would, he would be amazing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, if they would. go out of their way to, like, you know, Make him be extra black just for the sake of showing, like, you know, basically touting that he is different. Like, he has a monologue about how his people were put into slavery. Like, right. I don't want that. I want him right. to be James Bond. He, I want him to James kill people Bond. and have sex yeah. with beautiful women. That's what James Bond does. Bringing too much attention to it is where the problem is. Because he's a great actor. He's a good-looking guy. He's very suave. He's what James Bond is. No one would raise an eyebrow if you cast him as the next James Bond. No, it would be great. Uh, now, if you cast a woman as James Bond, that's a problem because yeah, James problem. Bond is a man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do think Idris Elba would be a great uh, John Stewart. Still, there'd be a bunch of guys I would like for John Stewart. But are we ever going to get anything Green Lantern? I know they greenlit the show, and even as much as a year or two ago, they said, "Oh, we're still producing this show." But ever since Discovery took over WB, we've heard. Zip about almost anything. Everything, though. Yeah, like, like oh, we're not uh, doing that. Unless That's it was in production canceled. or just finished and they're doing post-production, we have not heard about anything new coming out of Warner Brothers. Maybe with the exception of Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins saying that they're still planning on doing Wonder Woman 3. But that's been about yeah. it. Speaking of things coming out of DC, we also Ooh. got a leak. 
of the post credit scene, scene. <laughs> yeah. for Black Adam. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to know what it is? Who, who's it going to be? Is it going to be The Flash? No. Um, we, we watched it already on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, it's Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Ben Affleck. He came in in the armored suit from BVS, and he fought Black Adam. Well, there's like a Jimmy Fallon thing where uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is talking about, this guy's been sitting on the sideline way too long. So they finally brought Nicolas Cage in as Superman. <laughs> Hell yeah. But they did. They even said in the interview that it was pretty much, the. and I had heard rumors of this, that The Rock is the reason this has happened. He pushed so hard to get this to happen. Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. It's Henry Cavill's Superman. Oh, Shows yeah. up, comes out of the smoke and the shadows, and he's Superman. And then it cuts off. Which, well, by the way, this is all spoilery. If you heard us talking right after this, <laughs> you that we do spoil that post credit scene. Um, but... Uh, the thing is, you, you're going to be like, well, that's all? That's it? That's a great thing. Because now you're like, well, what are they going to do next? Because you know you can just do that not to have a movie with those two guys. But like I told these guys before we started the podcast, I worry that The Rock, being who The Rock is, he's going to have to have his character be the winner in a fight. And no one wants, no offense to The Rock, no one wants to see Black Adam beat Superman. He can beat him close to the end of the movie. What if it's like a part but, one, part two, where he beats him in the first one? Okay, I can, as long as in the end, Superman, and he's a clear winner, not by some, you know, weird thing happened, interference in a wrestling match. Well, that's why he won. No, Superman has to win. I'd want to see maybe three parts, where first, first part, Black Adam whips the shit at a Superman because Superman doesn't know that he has magic and you know how powerful he really is. He underestimates him, gets his ass kicked. Second fucking part is Shazam and Superman team up, fight Black Adam and kind of whip his ass, but he kind of holds his own at the same time. Uh, and then in the third one, Black Adam whips the crap out of Shazam, and then Shaz- uh, Superman takes over and goes ham on him. Full power, or at least something close to it, and just whips the shit out of him. I don't that think you're great. ever. Yeah, that would be great. They're never going to make three movies out of that. They could make two. I could see it. Think a about how many buildings would be destroyed by the punches. Oh, don't do that because then all the Marvel fans would be like, look at all the people that they killed. Uh, they yeah. happened in Avengers. <laughs> that was the best part of Man of Steel. Was it was. Zod and Superman's <laughs> fight through. Like, that's exactly how I played with the action figures. Like, how I imagined yeah. it. Yeah. I guess you just want innocent people to die. Well, that yes, makes I the do. story Everybody. between Batman and Superman so, like, Look at what this god can do. Yeah. But that's the whole point of why I think Batman v Superman worked. And as far as the fight goes, uh, and as a Superman fan, I could see why Batman would win if he had Kryptonite, especially because Superman is not just going to outright kill Batman. Mm -hmm. He totally could have won that in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So all you Batman fans, if I want to kill you, I can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He even says that. Stay down. If I wanted it, you'd be dead already. But I do think that. The Black Adam movie itself might be a little subpar. It looks uh, a little marvelly, doesn't it? Not only it looks a little marvelly, especially with uh, Adam Smasher, uh, Captain Adam. I'm assuming that's what he is. Yeah. Uh, it just feels like that is straight like like they bought a scene from an Ant Man movie <laughs> and yeah. just like put their own colors on it. Like they released a clip that showed uh, Hawkman. Hawkman is not what I want him to be. And again, people, it's not because it's a black actor. The character itself, like, I wanted him to be more, uh, I don't know, epic and uh, more like what you see in a Game of Thrones. Like, I want him to be that, like, ancient feeling. Ancient yeah, he just epic. seemed like a cookie cutter, like, like a, a yeah. Captain America. You know what he copy. reminded me of? 
yeah, a Captain America Winter Soldier slash uh, Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, like he was like a combination of those three they guys. Just, oh, well, just you take Captain America's uh, lineage, and then you can have this, and we'll just and add you that. make him look like uh, Falcon. We'll give him yeah. wings. It's like you just combine those two characters basically. It's like, uh, I already have those two characters. I don't right. need him. Yeah. The, the way they're using the characters is basically like, at this, I mean, I know most of them are probably the original ones, but at this point, they feel like knockoff Avengers. Because yeah. we've seen so much of the Avengers, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping that's why Dr. Fate, I hope he will be different because he was actually the thing I'm looking forward to the most in the Black Adam movie is Dr. Fate. So I hope he is different. I hope he feels even more mystical than Dr. Strange. Like a, like a mystery. They like seem like, like it. I mean, in the trailer, I haven't but seen the movie. I, I'm worried they're going to have his helmet off a lot, and you're just going to see Pierce Brosnan out there. Which I like Pierce Brosnan, don't get me wrong, but uh, I don't want to That doesn't add to the character itself. Yeah, it adds to Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is probably one of my favorite uh, James Bond. I like Daniel Craig a lot, wow. but um, hot Pierce take. Brosnan is... That's what I grew up with. That's, like a, that's how so. I was... I like all the gadgets from the Brosnan... And I like the ladies yeah. in the Brosnan yeah. films. Oh, yeah. Barry, Fomkin, Jensen. Uh, I feel like I like Daniel Craig probably the most, though. Yeah, he's, Daniel Craig whoops ass. Daniel Craig's the best, and I think Connery would come in a close second. Then um, Timothy Dalton is my third. No one ever talks about Timothy Dalton. I don't think I've ever seen him. He was only, what, two or three? I think two, right? Yeah, I think he was very short. And I always like Roger Moore, too. Um, but I don't think he's very action-y. He's more just kind of like... Moore was only in a couple, too. Yeah, but Timothy Dalton, was he should have been in Moore. He was underrated. Well, I've been wanting to ask Wade, like this is one reason we wanted to have the podcast come back, is what happened after Mandalorian? Like what what is going on with Star Wars that they have? They can put out the Mandalorian, and then all of a sudden it's just like, we're going to put out crap. Uh, Yeah, I don't know who the frontrunner writers are in that, but... uh, yeah, it's gone awful. Obi-Wan was okay. It wasn't great. And then this new Andor, nobody cares about the character. Uh, they first few episodes, they explain too much of the backstory of that character that you nobody cared about to begin with. And it just, the show drug on and on. <laughs> season at least the at least the third uh stuff started happening it started getting a little more exciting but it's still it's a character nobody cares about so so let's give him the most bother to worry about yeah exactly. do you even bother worrying about watching the show was it 23 episodes yeah he's gonna have 24 i think 20 I think it's 12 episodes about 12 a character that nobody yeah had. in one season and automatically just one season 12 uh, in another. Uh, straight out the gate like yeah we're, we've got to do it and it's like why you didn't. They, you didn't bother to give all the time to Obi Wan. That's the they thing. Obi Wan like dice roll and like ah uh, twenty four. I think Obi Wan <laughs> would have been pretty good if know. you had stretched it over twenty four episodes. Now, right. granted, I still have huge problems with the Leia character and their connection. Yeah. But if you had developed that more, because it would have made that last scene with him and Vader that much more tragic. If that had gone over two seasons, you would have really felt it more. Uh, but, you could have added other things if. You would have made 24 Obi-Wan. You could have... What happened in Obi-Wan happened way later in the show. You could have had just Obi-Wan's time on Tatooine play out as... I would have believed Obi-Wan becoming Obi-Wan again more believable. Like, it happened so quick that he's like, I haven't touched anything. Now I'm fighting again. I'm like, Uh, 
That was quick. Because on Tatooine, when he's on his exile, he's slowly thrown back into it yeah. through the stories. And then in the show, it's just like, oh, but yeah, boom, here you go. Now you got to be the general and we again. we overlooked Boba Fett was very lackluster. Yeah. Again, I don't know if it's one of those things uh, that I didn't watch it, not that it's bad, but I just think it was lackluster. Like Andor, like, now people love Boba Fett, but I don't know that I needed a series with an elderly Boba Fett. I liked the series, and I liked the show, and I liked the stories, but everything started happening towards the end of the show. Again, it's like, uh, I think it was seven, episode eight, seven or eight. Uh, it's like, oh, this could be a great show. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's only one more episode after this. So it's not going to be that great. So then it just ended. And they just wrap it up real quick, put a little bow on it, and there you go, that was your show. And it's like, no, that was that was Not awful. what I wanted. And to be fair, Mandalorian, the showrunners were um, John Favreau and uh, what's the guy that wears the hat all the time? Uh, Filoni? Yeah, Dave Filoni. Yeah. Two guys who truly do love Star Wars right. and love what it once was and wanted to bring it back to that, which I think you feel that when you watch Mandalorian. That's not who did Boba Fett, who did Obi-Wan, or who's doing Andor. Those guys didn't do those. Favreau, again, they do have their name. The Fav- like Favreau does have his name I'm, on I'm it. I'm sure so it's a producer like, I don't know credit. How much. He probably signed a contract like, no matter whatever shows you do, True. I'm getting a producer credit. But it's like, is he even looking over the script? Is but he looking he, at the shows? Well, I don't think he's a producer in that way, because I think his name is also in a lot of the Marvel stuff, even though he only did Iron Man 1 and 2. But like uh, Favreau and Filoni uh, like creating new things. For the sake of creating new things and just doing callbacks to the originals or, and, the, and the prequels as well. Uh, but I feel like the Obi-Wan, uh, the Boba Fett stuff, uh, it was not it was not only something not new, but it was also kind of just trying to pure nostalgia force people to like something. Uh, yeah, because, Obi-Wan was because very... Because of Star Wars. Um, it was just a different brand on Mandalorian. It's just... It's an elderly character taking care of a younger character. Uh, he's Less showing him through the galaxy kind of th- in a way. Because that's what, instead of Grogu, you have Leia. Who's and a far just, worse character than Grogu. Yeah, they're just going. And we are back. Uh, Dylan was asking if Ezra Miller was pulling a Robert Downey Jr. And I would say no, that he has just gone crazy. I, I don't think it's a sincere thing either, this rehab. I think it's like, I have to do this to calm the investors down for the company, to calm the fans down. I have to play the part. Oh, I'm trying to get better. I have a little mental illness. And I think he's actually going, but I think it's just uh, he's going through the motions. All publicity stunt. Yeah, I don't think he's actually getting any real help. But uh, I don't know. I'm not there. Maybe he is. But clearly that means they... That tells me they invested a lot of money into Too this Flash movie, money. and not only that, but the future of where they want to go is invested in this movie, and they're like, we cannot just scrap it like we did Batgirl, so we have to do something with this guy. I don't think that movie is going to be very good. And it may not, but I think that they put too much in at this point to let it go. I don't Wouldn't like- that suck? You put that much stock into it, and it's just a failure. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's all this money, and it, what was the point? How much did John Carter cost? Yeah. Although, actually a good movie. Hey, I like that movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. It made yeah. by the book that I did not read. It just but, was a uh, terrible marketing and people... Didn't. The movie was a huge flop. It was for what uh, it cost to make. And it's still one of like the, one of the top of lowest earning movies ever made. Well, not lowest as far as the actual money, but compared to the budget. Yeah. It, they spent way it, too... They, what they got it, out of it was way less. Um, 
But yeah, I could watch that today, and I still think it looks good. I think it's entertaining. I enjoy yeah, John Carter. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, and I, uh, what's her name? The princess is still very attractive. That's Wolverine's woman. And they didn't try to, well, yeah. I mean, obviously they didn't try to make anything else out of it because it did bad. But it did I mean, bad, yeah. It was a movie for the sake of a movie. Like, hey, we haven't done this yet. Let's make it. Okay. Well, I think it was partly, you know, uh, when did that come out? Oh, four? John Carter? This yeah. One? Yeah, the yeah. when did that come What? Yeah, it was a Holy newer crap. movie. So the MCU was well on its way. So I think they had, hey, we got an intellectual property here. We got an IP that's not been done. Star Wars is big. Marvel's big. Let's it, do this. There is a lot of John Carter stories. The book I have is like fucking this thick. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, they could, and I think they had planned on doing more. And when it flopped so hard, like we cannot waste <laughs> any more money on this. Uh, let's back out. It'll be back. It will, and it'll Maybe. probably, and it will Maybe be that's done. Another reboot. It'll be rebooted and in a different way. It won't be. I won't say it's goofy, but it won't. I think they'll do more like a Dune, where it they did make have it more a lot serious. Of, uh, goof, dude. Did parts Dune, in it. That was a great fucking movie. Dune, Dune is great. Dune. I can't wait for the I sequel. I really liked it. Uh, I've heard they bumped up the release date for that too. Yeah. It looks so good. Uh, like every scene is just uh, best looking and best sounding yeah, movies. This is very artsy. Uh, the sound design for that is a great. So good, uh, and so I, you could watch. You could put that movie on with no sound, just in your house, and it would be like, oh yes. Yeah. So you got your your doom. Oh, I see you're <laughs> an educated man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dune is. I need to get that on 4K. I've missed out on so many 4Ks, but I did pick up uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness Steelbook 4K. Last copy at Ooh, Best Buy. Picked that up, but I still got to get the Batman. Best Buy still exists. Uh, they, in Paducah, it does. <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, they had a whole shelf of movies. It was amazing. They still sell movies? Yeah. I'm a, I'm an old guy. We all know this. I love my uh, physical copies. It's going to be 42 next week, guys. It's like, I got to have my, I got to be able to hold this Damn. stuff. That's okay, well, sound. thank you. <laughs> Here, I'll just interject that sound later in the post, Damn. the editing. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good movies that... I mean, I know we rag on a bunch of the stuff, but there's a lot of good stuff that's released over the last few years, too. Just few and far between. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was released that was not very good um, that somebody at this table liked was Thor, Love, and Thunder. I Ooh. like Thor, Love, and Thunder. Pretty bad. That was very bad. I think three of us agree that it's the worst of the MCU yes. films. Uh, it is not. the bottom. Bottom of the barrel on that It's like one. a five, five and a half. That's a you lot were, lower than that. You were so generous. <laughs> That's a half bad. of the, the full capability. Uh, I think it, I think it stands at a five. And a five full and a capability is Winter Soldier. That is a ten out of ten. I give it a a, a ten. <laughs> I wouldn't say a ten. That's that's incredibly high. Nine five, but any yeah. lower than that is unacceptable. I don't know about that. But Iron Man two, uh, Ant Man two, Thor two. Are better than uh, no, Thor Love not and Thunder. Even close. Agreed. Uh, uh, I do feel like it is a different movie than what we'd seen before, but that's just because it's post in game and uh, they're just going a different direction. It is, is what it is. I don't know. I don't think it's that dissimilar from Ragnarok. You're it not, just went too far. You're not going to get uh, anything as close to the first phase. You're two. probably so correct. You want a Mr. Mom. Thor is what you want. Uh, no, I would like to see uh, what that battle that happens at the end. That would be pretty cool. What gets me is that you talk about, uh, Lord of the Rings sticking with the lore Mm -hmm. and what the book says, and they completely (laughs) changed 
gore. Everything. Like, they completely just said, yeah, you know what? We're yeah, not doing that And there shit. are people that say that's the highlight of the movie is him. Right. I think he's one of the it's worst ridiculous. parts. But it's different with Marvel because they do that with everything. Like, that's just that's, the, the name of the game. Civil War... They never went. It's close like the to worst him. adaptation. Yeah, probably. Civil War was bad. It's probably a, it's Civil close. War is good, but it's not the. It's, it's closer. Not the book. It's closer no. to a worse adaptation than Rings of Power itself. Uh, as far as uh, I mean, it's not a terrible movie, but the adaptation of what it is in the yeah. comics. The adaptation is terrible. But part of that is too. You didn't have Spider Man until you're already well into the MCU, so you can't really do that. You don't really have secret identities, so what it is in the books can't be what it is in the movies. It just can't. It's not going to work. So you have to adjust it. Then they just shouldn't have did it, and they should have made it a different, uh, called it something else. Uh, I still, I still think they should have done a Winter Soldier Part Two, where they just focused again on him yeah. chasing down Bucky. Uh, yeah. And then that's probably the worst thing about Civil War is that it stole uh, a movie from Captain America. Uh, it could have been. Way I mean, better. clearly he is one of the main characters of the film, but it's not his movie because there's too many other people for it to be his movie. It's like a subpar team up movie, like. At least Civil War should have been, at the very least, uh, an Avengers-level film. It should have been Avengers-Civil War. Civil War name still fits the concept of the film. You have the team fighting each other, so that makes sense. But it should have been... You should have Winter Soldier Part 2 should have been its own film, and then you had Civil War as an Avengers film. If you you did it, like, the way that they adapted it, you know, with no secret identities and stuff, they could have stretched it out, made it two or three movies, uh, and then had... Like, more focus on them hating each other. Like, I, I feel like they only, like, battled one time. They're like, oh, I really don't agree with you. And then, like, by the end of the movie, they're like, oh, okay. And did anybody yeah, believe they were... That was fun. Did anybody believe they were really going to hurt each other? No. That's, like, somebody should have died in Civil War. Well, what you do is, the end of the second part of Winter Soldier, that's where you have the big impetus for the big thing. You have the explosion or whatever Bucky does. And then that leads into the Avengers film. That's what you should have done. Mm-hmm. And then they could have stretched out the rest of their stories, you know, a couple phases later. They wouldn't, I, have, they wouldn't have, have stretched had, too much. They but. wouldn't have had to blow their wad with Thanos as early. But I don't know. I think you stretched Thanos out quite a bit the first part of your the MCU. From the time Iron Man to Endgame, I think the first half of that you are stretching Thanos out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden at the end you rush a bunch of Thanos all at once. And then it would have also made uh, moments that happened like in Infinity War. It would have made them much more like well-earned that all these people were there together working for a greater cause because, you know, seven movies earlier, like they were literally going to murder each other. Well, that's what yeah, you should have done. The only one that almost dies in the movie. After Civil War, there should have been more time before Infinity War. That way it does feel like they've been shattered and broken up for a long time. And when they come together, it's even more of a miracle that they mm-hmm. get back together. But it, it's only been, what, a few movies between those, right? So Civil War is 16, Infinity War is 18, so there couldn't have been that many movies between. If you had yeah, taken a break was... of five or six years between those. Right. There might have only been two. Well, Infinity War came out in 18, and Civil War was 16 because it was the same year as BVS. So so you only get two years yeah. between those films. So it does feel like... Wow, that's all it took for you guys to get back together? Like <laughs> Everybody just yeah. gets it made up. Okay. All right. We're well. good now. And some of the Avengers in Civil War, you're right. They should have, if they didn't kill each other, definitely should have tried because some of them were not close or didn't know each other that well or at all. Yeah. I mean, I get Hawkeye and Black Widow not wanting to hurt each other. 
totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, now, Steve and Tony, they do know each other really well. I do think there's a love there, like a brotherly love, but they also kind of hate each other. Right. And I, I could see them, like when you're, if you have siblings, when you get into a fight, like your anger does get the better of you and you're so familiar with them, it is easy to, to hurt them. Yeah. Because. Well, they're also, you know, the reason that they're going to hurt each other is because they so strongly agree with themselves versus the other one. Agree to like, disagree you're so, so strongly. You're so fucking wrong that I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Like, I have to. This I'm is the only way I can make you understand. Which, well, that does happen in the infight. I mean, they really beat the crap out of each yeah, other. Yeah. In that. But it took that infight. It took Tony finding out that Bucky killed his parents to get uh-huh. there, though. It was where it should have done that in the airport yeah. scene. They should have been that angry at each other. I just really kind of wanted to see uh, when that movie was uh, brought up before it came out. I wanted to see, like, a tyrannical Tony Stark I wanted to see uh, a rebel Captain America, you know, hiding from the man, uh, sticking to like those like strong American principles. But uh, instead, what freedom. you get is you you see both sides of both characters, then, which I don't think that's a bad thing. But you, I don't think either one is the straight bad guy. I, I mean, think at first you agree more with Cap, but then as you see it go, like this is getting out of control. Maybe you lean more Tony. But I mean, it, it is that it's still that way in the comics. Uh, yeah, I, you just Captain America's right, like. He's right. There's right and wrong. It doesn't mean it's right. easy. It's an wrong. easy decision, but it's the right decision. Uh, you can see where Tony's coming from and why he's doing it. But, but he's still wrong. Yeah, Captain America is still right. Although they made that, they definitely grave that up in the movie because of Tony, or, uh, Steve knowing that Bucky killed Tony's parents uh-huh. and he doesn't tell him. Which, I mean, okay. what's he supposed to say? Oh, like, by the way. Yeah. People really hate on Steve. Like, I've yeah. seen reviews on YouTube where people, Steve was just so wrong for that. I'm like, well, what's he supposed to say? Like, look, I didn't kill your parents, but I did find out, you know, who did, and it's my best friend. I mean, yeah. what's he, I mean, how's that helping anyone Remember by him telling them that? Yeah, he's only, he knows he's just going to go. Yeah, he knows him. what's going to happen. So he's like, it's not helping Tony because he doesn't want Tony to have to kill a man. But it's yeah. like, in cold blood, but then, you know. He gains nothing by telling him that. But then they make him out to be such a bad guy for not telling him. Like, how dare you not tell him? It's like, well, I didn't think you'd ever find out, first of all. It's like, how would he have found that out? I don't know. It would have been better if you stretched it out like a Winter Soldier, uh, like, two comes in. Because a second one would have been good, right? Him hunting for Bucky. You have an Avengers Civil War where you can can have uh, Captain Marvel come in at that point. You can have... Had a bunch of new Hulk's people be there. Thor show up, and maybe by then you've already got the first Spider-Man film in the books. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when he shows up, there's there's a lot that could have. I think people praise Civil War the film way too much as one of the best. I don't think it's one of the worst. I just think it's a middle of the pack Marvel movie, especially looking back on it now. The end fight is one of the best, though. Yeah, I actually think people fights. praise the airport fight. I think the fight between Bucky, Steve, oh, yeah, and Tony better. is way better. The airport oh, yeah. fight is kind of uh, a letdown. It's just a spectacle. The best, the highlight is uh, Ant Man going to Giant Man. That's the highlight of the fight. Yeah, and Spider Man's uh, humor. Oh, the Spider Man Steve interaction is really really yeah, good. Where he catches Who are Winter you? Soldier's hand. Oh, he's got a oh, middle arm. arm. <laughs> they really showed his strength there. Like, they showed uh, his strength and how he's just a. How a kid fanboy, doesn't right? really yeah. know his strengths. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't know. Uh, actually, I don't think, has any Spider-Man film ever really shown just how strong Spider-Man can be? Uh, the only one I can think of is that last scene of No Way Home where uh, Toby fucking grabs that yeah. glider from him. Oh, it's Spider-Man on Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. There's like, a couple. He's going to pick that fucking thing up, and he's just going to fucking impale this guy. And, then to- and he's bringing Toby it. Just like, like, that is... Uh, 
Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> and he even has the to like fight it a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah well, you can see him both shaking. The tra- I guess there's the that train scene, scenes too in the, the train scene. Uh, Spider Man Two also where the thing is ready to fall on Mary Jane. He stops and he's like, "This is really heavy." Because that's a huge yeah. chunk of a building. Then the scene in like Amazing Spider Man Two where Electro throws the car and. Andrew Garfield Spider Man just catches it and sits it down. Uh, the boat scene yeah. in uh, uh-huh. Homecoming. Yeah. So I the, guess there uh, are building scene in Homecoming where he like does the iconic. Like, yeah, I, I the, forget yeah, about that. But I think people overlook I it. Do like they the, don't make a big the, deal uh, out of it. The ferry. When yeah, he's holding it. He's like, "What do you? What did you plan on?" Uh, Iron Man. Like, his bot shows up. He's like, "What do you plan on doing?" Oh, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I'm just trying. <laughs> yeah. the, this is really heavy. Is like quintessential Spider Man. Like, it's a great line. He's not line. even mad about it. He's just like, this, this is really heavy. Trying, <laughs> like, she's seeing that uh, Peter is Spider-Man. It's the first time it's been confirmed for, you yeah. know, she suspected. And, you know, and they're like, hey, you know, hi. And then it just in the middle of the conversation, this is really heavy. Like, would you please move? <laughs> he's like, I'd really like to put this down. Uh, while I, back to Thor, while I did not hate Thor, it, it was a little bit of a letdown uh, because of the story it tried to adapt. Uh the only thing saving uh, the Marvel Universe for me right now, and it's not even the Marvel us- Universe anymore, is Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. There's there's nothing else in it. And we yeah. have not been told anything about what's coming next for Spider-Man. We like, don't know any announcements. Uh, I like Multiverse of Madness, yeah. but No Way Home is like, like the past many years, that's the only good Marvel movie that I've, like, I would probably buy and watch over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I've watched I it multiple it three times. times now, yeah. I saw it twice, yeah. Like it's... They did everything right by the fans. They did yeah. everything right by the the story. I'd say the and they closed it off. There were some potholes, but they closed it off. Yeah. Great. And now the rumor is that in uh, Daredevil, uh, reborn or born again, right? Born or yeah, yeah born Daredevil, again. born again. That at the very end of that, that'll lead into to the next Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Which we'll have to see how that goes too, because that could be. Is it going to be Tom Holland? He he hasn't said anything. I don't think he hasn't said he's not going to do it. I don't think they should bring in Spider Man until after his first movie. Uh, Because I feel like his like the next movie that they ended on uh, with No Way Home, like that's Spider Man number one. Like he's right about to be Spider Man. Oh, I was very confused by what you said. I'm like, there's already been Spider Man. Already been brought in. (laughs) But that's like all a prequel. Yeah, yeah. I I get which. And plus, nobody remembers him. So this, in a way, is the first MCU Marvel. I feel like they'd be stealing. I feel like they'd be stealing from Peter Parker if they introduced him as like a side fucking Daredevil character. Right. Well, I don't think. I, I think, think it's just like meant to set end. up what's going to happen yeah. in his movie. I think right. it'll be the very end. I think you had brought something up where like Matt Murdock maybe has like some. Uh, yeah, like we were paperwork. talking about because uh, Murdock yeah. is a lawyer in New York, and of course Spider Man's in New York, and and She Hulk. He's he came over to L.A. to help his. Uh, he's the guy that makes the suits now. I forget what it's Lucas some. He makes all the suits, the super suits, and uh, he's representing by Mac Murdock, and uh, so he comes for, comes to L.A. to help settle the case, and uh, it's like, does Matt have case files from when he represented Peter Parker, Spider-Man, from No Way Home, or would the papers get changed? Yeah, I would or, think, because you can't just erase everybody's memory, because there's got to be pictures, uh, video, yeah. so it all have to be erased. I'd say it's all gone. Yeah, well, that's the I thing. Would think. Then how does Peter Parker exist? Like he wouldn't have a social security card. He I assume have, he had to go like, forge it. I mean, he's pretty yeah. smart. I'm sure yeah. he could forge, get fakes of that stuff. 
That's and what I, mean, I assumed he did. The apartment he got is kind of like a seedy little... Not as bad as thing. what Toby Maguire had. Yeah. yeah, I got cash kind of thing. Yeah. So I assume he I'll did some cash. stuff. I'm here yeah. for the rent. <laughs> rent? Rent? <laughs> Fix this damn door. <laughs> Classic <laughs> meme line. Uh, that was probably the coolest, one of the cooler things about No Way Home uh, was like they interjected every little meme thing that you wanted to see. It was there. Yeah. And it wasn't like... But you didn't hate it for like, oh, you just did that because that because yeah. that's what you wanted. It wasn't forced humor. Uh-huh. It, like when uh, she's like, how do we know you're Spider-Man? And he just jumps up and grabs the ceiling. That's not enough. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's enough. That <laughs> Please stop They're talking about it. It's like, yeah, yeah no, that's He's enough. Like, Why'd you throw the bread? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are major plot holes in that movie about the way the, the world works. But you forgive it all. Because of everything else they do right. Because really, other than that, they do everything else right. So you let it go. But I don't think that, like, Multiverse of Madness, the Wanda parts of it, I know I'm a Wanda fanboy, but it's so amazing. That's what propels that movie up as high as it does. Yeah, if Wanda would have been in the movie, it wouldn't have been as good. It would have been, uh, I mean, it would have been a totally different film. I don't know how you would have done it then. There were so many things with that movie that I enjoyed, like the uh, the fact that the trailers never truly gave you that anything she's away. the bad guy yeah. yeah and then it's like when it's like oh you know what hard about the hex is like all this stuff and then all of a sudden it just all and you're like wait a minute what yeah yeah she's like yeah the hardest part was trying to keep people from knowing yeah. and then it's just all everything's dead and gone like oh I, you never dark. told me her name did you it's like oh and God, it got no. darker than what you would have thought it would have yeah. gone now yeah. it did get sam raimi goofy like he does but it was still dark I think it would, dark it would have been a better movie if you let Sam Raimi just go. Like if you just when let, she's standing, when she's hovering over Shangri-La and he's, she's looking at, at each yeah, trying to person pick it apart. And you're like, oh, you're the weak link. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that in the house, uh, Evil Dead like perspective scene. The swooping back but and forth. You said that, but it's like, how much more freedom could he have had that second half of that movie? They let him kind of go in the second half. Yeah. Because I think with Taika Waititi and Thor Love and Thunder and with Sam Raimi in Multiverse of Madness, they let both those guys kind of do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I think one worked, that's and why, I think one didn't. Yeah. That's look, because look, with Sam Raimi, they kind of reeled them back in a little I bit. I think they did in the editing when yeah. they saw, because I think it was probably wilder than what mm-hmm. it, we saw even in the film, which is probably a good thing, to be honest with I you. I think they attempted, like what we had talked about in like one of the previous episodes, about uh, they should start doing like different genre mu- movies, you know? Uh, I feel like Sam Raimi took the horror spot and Waititi uh, took the rom-com. Yeah, as I say, we talked about that because that's what we thought She-Hulk was going to be. It was just like a lawyer, more lawyer-y type movie. But I think at this point, that may be what they wanted to do, but you can't. The MCU is a kind of a beast where you it doesn't allow to go completely off-road that way. I mean, you, you have to follow worked. the map. I think the rom-com thing it was just a poor choice for the character of Thor. Uh, Rom-coms would be like Ant-Man. Yeah. But see, I still, I think Jane Foster is the best part of that movie. Jane yeah. I think they the did her part. almost perfectly. I wouldn't, yeah. I don't think I'd change anything of it. And I think you could have still kept the rom-com feel in Love and Thunder. Just, yeah, I agree. Take more of the crappy jokes and too corniness many, out. Wait, like the whole stuff where he's talking to the hammers, like, oh, don't be jealous. Yeah, the axe and hammer. Take that out. It was ridiculous. How you mentioned, like, things need to happen naturally. Like, the way they did Jane Foster Thor, the mighty Thor, like, woman power, they did it great. But they did it right. Yeah. Like, even the the corny line where she says, 
uh, I'll take Dr. Foster. I'll take the mighty Thor. Yeah. And take my hammer. Like that, that worked. There were a couple of funny jokes, but the problem was there's so many and you only had two or three that yeah. I actually laughed at. That's the problem. And I think you could do rom-com with those two people because she's clearly done romantic films before. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth is comedy gold. He just has the timing. There's something yeah. about that guy. He's good at it. So I get why you want to in- inject more of it in, but you did too much. If you'd done more of a classic romantic comedy like a How I Lose a Guy in 10 Days, a She's All That, done something like that, I think it works a lot better. But Taika Waititi went crazy. Like, let's do just jokes. Yeah, like he too went too much. He went Joss Whedon on steroids with the jokes. Uh, I do wish that they would have. Uh, I mean, there is still possibility that she could, uh, you know, come back with. Uh, Seems to indicate it a little bit, right? Yeah, uh, but I do think that she either deserves at least, at least, at least her own. I would watch singular it. movie, but she probably a trilogy uh, of an actual like medieval Asgardian Nordic. Fucking story. Which we've spoiled everything else, but when the whole Valkyrie, when she's in Valhalla, it's like, what? Where are they going to go with that? Because mm-hmm. you just put it in there for no reason. Yeah, there's something. You're hinting that. Unless that's their send off. Like, hey, but these guys. That's are a weird okay. send off. But they didn't to me. make it seem. They seem. They made it set it up like it was going to be for a reason. Mm-hmm. Or did they just. Is that our hope? Uh, I mean, it's a little so bit. We're so used to it. Yeah, I guess maybe. I think it would both, be best but. to send her to another plant like one of the. In the world tree, like one of the other planets that Thor... Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't... And just have her be the... She goes on an event. she got to stop a bad guy or something. They're trying to take over a planet. She's That's what I'm saying. It needs to be uh, like a, a, a Thor story, not MCU story. Yeah, I don't know if I need a trilogy of her. Maybe I do, she but needs I need to fight need one film. Fucking Ymir. She needs to fight the Dark Elves. She needs I was to say, why, something. you know, automatically send her to Valheim? Why not send her to, like, uh, Jotunheim, where mm. now she's in the Land of the Dead, or... Anything else? Because, again, Natalie Portman is an A-plus actress. Yeah. So I don't think any of us would argue that she's not that great. And, again, I thought she's the highlight of that movie. She, she, didn't, she didn't go over the top. She looked the part. I mean, she looked great. Even she, her joke, great she had her jokey parts. That was all CGI. Like, trying to figure like out her, her muscles her, and know. everything. That was all CGI. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought yeah. she got in shape. No. Nope. I mean, was she, was, CGI. she was in shape. Well, you but fooled not, me, MCU. Yeah. Uh, not like Thor in shape. Well, no, but who yeah, is? She, she got was, juice uh, up for that. <laughs> she was, yeah, that was all CGI. But the uh, her little jokes about you know like what her nickname or catchphrases were going to be it's like That's that funny. worked. That yeah. worked because she's she, a human yeah. trying to figure out how to be Thor, and yeah, then they just kept going. The way she used the hammer was awesome. Yeah, yeah her power were. with uh, being able to break it apart and put it back together. Um, how they're like, oh, we need to go somewhere, and she just takes off. It's like. Okay, give her a minute. She hasn't been Thor for a long time. Yeah. Like, that stuff works. She came back. Oh, uh, yeah. If you want girl power, what they should have done, and this were another weak spot of Ragnarok, I think, don't kill Hela and have her come back, and Hela has to fight Jane Foster Thor. Girl power there, but two characters I really enjoy. I loved Hela. She's to me, is the highlight of Ragnarok. Kate Blanchett has never looked so attractive as she did in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Galadriel, a dark look. Galadriel, who? I don't think so. Hello's where it's at. Um, my dark goddess. <laughs> but that would have been cool. I would have loved to watch those two fight. Yeah. Um, but you killed her off, which I guess you killed Jane. I guess you could bring them both back, but then it gets to be a bit much. Really, you brought both of them back. Nobody okay. really dies in the MCU. Well, you're not wrong, unless you're Tony Stark. Oh, 
Are or? we? <laughs> I was going to say, are you dun, sure? Dun. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. Well, all of a sudden, they're asking Chris Evans about Captain America stuff. So, Why do you think I, they're asking him? Because I think he's coming back. No, I mean, I think um, they asked him because they're like, crap, what we we're doing now nothing, sucks. we yeah, got to bring these guys back. Going on. I think they should do a secret empire uh, with a bad Chris Evans. Ooh. And after seeing, uh, what's that movie? On Netflix oh, yeah. with Ryan Gosling. Gray Man. Yeah, after seeing that, he can play bad. That was such a good movie. It'd be so cool. Um, he can, I mean, you really want to slap him across the face. I mean, you're like, you so-and-so. Yeah. I think Ryan Gosling should come gun. to the MCU. I wanted Ryan Gosling to play The Flash. Because that's what The Flash looks like. Blonde hair, blue-eyed. I mean, he, I yeah, he's Flash, lanky enough. He could Ghost do it. Rider. I'm gonna. Ryan Gosling is Ghost Rider. Yeah, I don't really care really? for Ghost like, Rider. Have you ever seen no. Drive or uh, the Place oh, yeah. Between the Pines? I've seen the Place Between the Pines. Yeah, I've um, seen Drive. No, because I just I don't know. He's I'd, a fucking hard ass in those movies. He's a ripped guy. Like he's in yeah. shape. Like what's that? Uh, he's got punch the motorcycle drunk skills. I, I assume no. he's got the motorcycle what's the skills. One? Right? They made it look like it. They can make it look like it. It's just uh, a movie, man. I assume he's like, studied for the you know the place between the pines. Emma Stone, or maybe he's a shirt off. Maybe he does it like, on his own anyway. Probably because he photoshopped. What is that movie with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and Steve Carell? Is it Punch Drunk Love or Crazy? Wait, I thought that was the musical, the dancing movie, isn't it? No, that's La La Land. Yeah, that's. But where are they in another movie together? Yeah, yeah. Steve Carell's Emma Stone's dad, and he's like helping, uh, helping him out Crazy with his marriage stupid and love. stuff. Crazy stupid love. That's it. Yeah, and okay. she's like, take off your shirt, and he yes. does, and she's like, oh come on, you're photoshopped. It's really funny, or it's a funny type of movie because yeah, it's like the 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 dad they switch. It's like the daughter is goes after like the girlfriends. It's yeah, it's weird. Maybe it's supposed to be like it. it's it's uh, the big reveal at the end is really funny because it's like oh no that's your boyfriend well he's my dad and that's your dun, dun. yeah it's like oh. hands like, on get away from him yeah. <laughs> get away from him don't <laughs> um do you think that Sony will uh, do Spider Man three Amazing Spider Man three you're the doors closing on it if they are I'm gonna say that that's what I feel I thought after the success and the I mean let's face it you now our opinions may vary but as the whole in the fandom community uh, Andrew Garfield was the highlight of that movie for most people you may disagree I do but I am on. For most people, like hey, one at this table, I'm the <laughs> I'm the old man creeping on the social medias here, and I'm telling you, Andrew Garfield's gotten more love out of that film than the, all the rest of them. He really did, and I agree with you though. The longer they go, the less likely I think it is. Because if you're going to yeah. do it, he's not getting any younger. Yeah, you no. really need to jump in and get it done. But I I really thought they would do a Tobey Maguire Spider Man four and they would do a Toby uh, Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider Man three I thought why not Tom Holland wants to take a break you still want the Spider Man name out there it's a perfect way go ahead and get their movies out and then Tom Holland it gives him a break and he can come back and do whatever Spider Man he's gonna do have a Tobey Maguire Spider Man four Superior Spider Man Alfred I Milena, totally love that. Alfred Molina's <clears throat> Doc Ock goes back to the normal time. And he stays alive. He He's better die. now. He's alive still. He feels like Toby is underdoing his Spider-Man role and that he could be a better Spider-Man. But the problem is, and you can change Toby's it up. Toby's just too old. But the superior... What? Toby's just too old. I don't think he's too old. I think, I think he did a great job. He did superior. a great job in the movie, but... If you wait another year, he's well, going to be... But what if the timelines get messed up and he goes to Andrews? 
I don't want the timeline. I go take them back to their own. I don't want to do cross. It gets too much when you keep doing it. But and, or Toby can do it. You just can't do a series of Spider-Man movies with him again. You can do another movie, and then that be it. But the superior Spider-Man storyline in the comics, though, uh, Doc Ock is not a good guy when he does that. Right, right. Uh, but you could do it as he's not a bad guy. Well, he but, doesn't start off as a good guy. Then he takes over and he's But that's helping, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that not a better storyline to have him be the bad guy that we all know and love? And then as he is Spider-Man longer, it changes him. That's I think that's a better character arc, a better storyline. But you have to make him evil again somehow, which I don't know how you go and do you that after what you did. say he's been bad the whole time. You just want him to survive. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense, but I guess you could do it. I mean, he obviously, you could do it. He obviously knew that the three Spider-Mans were going to win, so he's like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to choose the Although right. it didn't look like they were going to win, actually, when he came in. It looks like they were losing. <laughs> I'm going to choose the winning side here. Uh, um, sorry, Green Goblin. But, Electro uh, kind of had him handled pretty well. Um. But then again, they made Halibrand Sauron, so any bad writing will work. So you can do whatever yeah. you want. You just wanted to throw that out there. I just wanted to throw time. that out there. Well, we're talking about bad writing, so we can just throw it that in there. Um, but yeah, you need, if you're going to do those movies with those other two Spider-Men, you need to do them within the next two or three years. Because if you wait five years or more, it's, it's, especially for Toby, it's too late. He, then he is too old to be Spider-Man. And what yeah. I would do, is the unpopular, I'd kill him. Because you can't do a two or three movies with Toby. He's too old. But you could do a movie, and you could kill him off and have Doc Ock stays in his body. Peter Parker dies, but Doc Ock, and he learns to be the good guy. And he's like, I, I got to do this for Peter. Peter deserves this. I got to carry on Spider-Man. People need Spider-Man. Why don't you just let Miles Morales take over that? Shut up. Yep. That's no. not my story. Okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go Miles Toby's. Morales. I would go Andrew, uh, give one, and bring in like Black Cat. Or, like, a good hobgoblin. I, I still um, think you could do a several movies with Andrew, because he looks... I know he's not that much younger, but he has a younger look to him, where you could get by with it, I think. He has tall hair. It hides. The tall hair hide, it hides his age. It makes him more youthful. <laughs> um, he's, like, 38. Yeah, I know, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. But he has a youthful... He looks more like he's 31, which uh, made me... You don't think do it's a big difference, but... Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Venom. Uh, Amazing like Spider-Man it. 4... Bring in an evil Doc Ock, new, not Alfred Molina, even though that's very sad, uh, and then do Superior Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. I don't like that. I want Superior Spider-Man with... I think it works better with Toby's world. I feel like it does, too. But we have a good, but again, we have a good we, Doc Ock. They've created a problem for us there. Now, you could... You won't like this, because you hate this <laughs> stuff, but you could use a different character other than Doc Ock. Another villain to take over his body. Doesn't have to be... I just don't like the thought of other Rogues Galleries members being that smart to Doc do Doc Ock is the only one. Yeah, he's the only one with the... Goblin could have. Norman could, but I want Norman but, to be a good guy. I like... Yeah. Um, he's like the Joker. He's like pinnacle evil. Like, yeah. He'll never be good. Even though there is a new series, Gold Goblin. Uh, isn't he like a good guy in that one? I don't know anything around. Uh, the suit looks kind of cool. Yeah. Like the right before Absolute Carnage uh, came out and he got the Carnage, like it was the uh, Carnage Goblin or the Red Goblin. Mm-hmm. Like that was sick. That was a really good story. Well, that's the great thing about Garfield. If you want to keep going, you can do some of this stuff because you haven't introduced a lot of these characters in his universe yet. No Venom, no Carnage, no Doc Ock. 
you did do Goblin very badly. I say put Goblin to rest because you, you're not going to top, I think, uh, Willem Dafoe. It's the worst Goblin. No, Willem Dafoe it was is bad. Goblin. Yeah, so which is sad because that was a really that's a good actor. Uh, Dane DeHaan has been in bad roles ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that movie? The Found Footage Chronicle. Chron- ever since Chronicle, it's a fucking great movie. And he's a great, like you said, he's a great actor. Why can't he get good roles? Uh, I, I heard uh, he did awful in that Valerian. Uh, yeah, I forgot about uh, that. Tale between two maybe just has or whatever shitty agent. Maybe but that yeah, happens. Here, maybe it was just a fluke. Role. Maybe Chronicle was just a fluke. We talked about John Carter earlier. That Taylor Kitsch. He was in every movie that came out for like three years. They tried to make him a star. He was Gambit in the Wolverine movie. Yeah. He was in that. He was in Battleship. Like you guys want him, right? And it's like, no, we don't. But then after all that died down, and he did a little supporting he did good roles. In the Terminal List with Chris. Yeah. Uh, what's that other movie with the four uh, Navy SEALs get caught up? It's got Mark Wahlberg. Uh, they oh, uh, get hung up on that mountainside. Oh, Lone Survivor. Uh, Lone Survivor yeah, he's yeah. in that. He's he's great he's when he does that stuff. He's a supporting character. Yeah, and he's a good actor yeah. when you let him act. But yeah. when you put him in these movies, like it's like in wrestling, wrestling fans out there, when McMahon and Triple H kept pushing Roman Reigns. Like, you you love Roman, don't you? And the fans were like, <laughs> they even said they're screaming, no, boo, we hate him. But it's like, stop shoving him down our throats. But I would love to see the continuation of those Spider-Man, but... I agree with you. I don't know that they're going to do it because there's been no announcement. Uh, I think they have said, at least Andrew has said, you know, no, I'm not. But they all say that, so I don't believe what yeah, the actors say, tell they you. They said that last time, too. I mean, because they want it to be a surprise. I get, why they, I get why they do it. I'm not putting but, the suit back up. Yeah. But uh, I would love, obviously, I'm more excited for the Garfield than I would be because I, li- I think he's the best Spider-Man we've ever had, but. I know that's not an unpopular opinion amongst he's people at the table. He's too cocky as a Peter Parker. Yeah, he's a not a good Peter Parker, but he's a great Spider-Man. Tom Holland is a good mixture of both. Mm-hmm. And he is, but he's not the best at either one, I don't think. That's the problem. Uh, I feel like after this last movie, he's up there. Uh, he's, he's up at, there with Peter. I still think least, he's the best uh, Spider-Man. He's at least contending with Toby for, uh, for Spider-Man. Peter. For Peter. For Spider-Man. For Peter. <laughs> that's yeah, like Holland's my favorite. Andrew is Spider-Man. And then Peter Parker. And I would love to see Venom in Spider-Man's universe because while I did enjoy the first Venom film, I didn't love it. I enjoyed it. I hated the second one. It's and terrible. I want villain Venom. I haven't even seen the second Venom. I haven't don't, either. I've never, I've never watched it. I've never don't need to. Unless you just want to feel that much better about the it first was, one, then no, you could watch it. it was so I didn't mind bad. the first one. Um, I, didn't, I didn't care for the first one. It wasn't terrible. But they try to... When you take villains and try to make them good guys, it's a problem. Generally. When you haven't established him as as a, the villain, yeah, like the the whole story within the Amazing Spider-Man with Venom, how he learns they still hate Spider-Man, but they're still both trying to protect the innocent to become the lethal protector is a great story, and it's like you have this big like Venom Island where he knocks out Spider-Man and takes him to an island and says, "Hey, here you go, we're gonna fight each other." And then Spider-Man makes him believe that he, he died. And Venom's like, ha, I can just live peacefully now. And he just stays on the island. Because he only hates Spider-Man. Yeah. But they need it. to establish that. They're like, I'm not a villain trying to hurt innocent people. I just hate Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, you, like, in his eyes, he ruined his life. Which he they did. don't do that in the Tobey Maguire one, though. He's, just, right. he's out trying, you know, he doesn't care if he hurts people. Yeah. But he only hates Spider-Man. 
But the problem is, and you can do this, you can take a good guy and make him a villain and people enjoy it. Like, it worked with Wanda, right? Yeah. She was a, well, I guess she was kind of a bad guy at first. Maybe that's why it worked so good. Yeah, bad became, and good, then bad again. Um, but with Venom now in Tom Holland's universe, how are you going to make him a villain? You introduce a new Eddie Brock where he's he's got his GEDs. Like, okay, well, I'm going to go take pictures now. He, you know, you introduce a... New yeah, Jay, but Joe what do you Jameson. do with Hardy and his Venom is what I'm saying. Just like, scrap are they it. Just scrap it. So they're I just gone. That, I think that's, it's kind of like the uh, well, Valhalla thing where it's like, okay, this was it. This is what you got. Boom, gone. Mm-hmm. Now, and Tom Hardy is still doing a third one. Yeah, that's what, hopefully let's assume he's still shit. there. What do you do? Yeah. Let's assume he's still doing it and he's in now the Holland universe. He's not I'm in the Holland he's universe. I'm going to say he's not. We're all sure. They're not wanting to do that. Because there's still no connection of how he even got there. Like, the only connection is that all the symbiotes know through the hive mind, like, who, that somehow uh, Topher Grace, his Eddie Brock, got a symbiote and found out who that he's Peter Parker. But we know that, but as a just a casual viewer watching the show, nobody would know right. how the hell they would know. Exactly. So does he just read a good guy in his own universe? Yeah, I would say the Eddie Brock in that Holland universe would then get the symbiote somehow. Uh, and then become his... Well, I'm okay man. with that. I just assume with Hardy being as big of a star as he is, that he was wanting to continue, and that I would guess Hardy would be pushing, hey, I want to be in one... I want to be with Spider-Man. Yeah. I would like Hardy to be the Venom in a Spider-Man movie if it was an Andrew Garfield movie. See, I just... I, I, I want a I new feel one. like they match up better than Holland in him. No, you need the taller Eddie Brock. You need a big... Because yeah. what's ate, Andrew Garfield, like six foot? Yeah, I feel like the, like the age one, difference two, is more important. Uh, like Hardy matches up better with Garfield in age and like mannerisms. Well, I know what this guy at the end of the I table wants. He wants I, Alan Rickson to yeah. play him, and and I don't blame you. He's six foot two. He's jacked. And if you watch, go watch the Reacher show. I've seen. Clips, and I'm telling yeah. you right now, he is playing Eddie Brock in this. The way his demeanor, the way he has uh, like quick jabs at people, how he like. You could I think he's older than him. Andrew Garfield too. Yeah, so. like he, it would be perfect. And it's like you, you could either easily CGI it to where because Venom's not supposed to be this huge hulking guy. He's too big in the Tom yeah. Hardy ones. Like he, and it's like this huge. Because he's supposed to just take over the body. Yeah, and it, it just well that yeah. had in the comics that's how he started, and then like as you, you get Eric Larson and all these guys start drawing him. He, I mean, there is somewhere yeah, he's as big that. as yeah. He's as big as the well. That's not even that big. No, there's somewhere he's as big as the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, it's it gets kind of ridiculous. But I, I think that what they need to do in the next Tom Holland movie is just introduce the Eddie Brock character, introduce a Felicia Hardy character, and uh, maybe yeah. a Gwen Stacy character. Just like okay, here they are. Spider Man's still doing his own thing. And then after that, start going into, uh, okay, here's a symbiote that he gets. Or even do when Secret Wars comes out. After that, that's how he gets the symbiote suit. That's how it comes back. And the Eddie Brock that they've introduced, there he is. Would you have uh, Tom Holland, since he's separated from Mary Jane right now, would you have him get with a Gwen Stacy? And then would you also have that Gwen Stacy die? Yes. Yes. I think you... Yeah. I would completely keep out how she had an affair with uh, Norman Osborn. Like, I would completely <clears throat> take that out. That would so keep, like, the... Yeah, there's different universes, but they're all tied to, like, the same 
fate. Same fate. Yeah. You yeah. can only change it so much before it reverts back. And I would do a trilogy with Gwen Stacy. Like I think you that's the one good thing about Amazing Spider-Man too. You feel that death. Like it's a very emotional, but if you gave them three whole movies together before you killed her off, yeah. really have an impact. And that's the great thing if you do a Garfield Spider-Man, you can finally bring in Mary Jane there. Now it does happen a little bit older in his life, obviously, but you I can get also bring in a Mary Jane. And yeah. I want to bombshell Mary Jane because in the comics she is quintessential beauty right Megan yeah. Fox no <laughs> um, and then the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man if you do that he's Bella the family Thorne. man You're, he's trying to keep his family together while all this whatever what you do the, uh, is happening Daredevil Redhead uh, oh what True Blood her? Chick yeah True Blood Chick no no Bella Thorne no <laughs> Bella Thorne is very attractive. No, <laughs> no. Um, but the hair color doesn't really matter because you can color it red. Whoever yeah, you get, anybody can wear but a wig. Certain um, people don't look good with different hair. Yeah. Certain okay. People. Like Kendall Jenner yeah. has red hair now, and it looks atrocious. And she's a beautiful woman, and yeah. she can't pull it off. It looks bad. Um, Not everybody can be the redhead. Yeah. Referring to our yeah, our good ginger here. friend over here. Not everybody can be the sexy redhead in the group. <laughs> they don't even have yeah. souls. Wade. I did think that was weird when Amazing Spider-Man so came out. So attractive uh, that they took a hot redhead actress <laughs> and they made her into a blonde character. Well, actually, I think still she, very attractive though. But like, she was. But. They should have made a Mary Jane and just cast her as Mary Jane. Well, all the listeners can back me up and fact check me, but I believe she has said before that she's actually blonde. She dies at red. She's a true blonde. I don't, know. I don't I, think when, she's that blonde. When I Google redheads in Hollywood, she's yeah. number one. Yeah, because she keeps it. She keeps it red, but I don't think her hair is that blonde. I think it's no, probably. I just remember, like in uh, Superbad and Easy A, Easy she's a, a redhead. Yeah. She, she is. She looks good as a redhead too. She does. But you're not going to cast her to play the same, to play the opposite love interest again. I would so do that. Could you imagine? Maybe that'd be oh, funny if that's Stacey. why Andrew falls in love with her because oh, she reminds me yeah, of Gwen Stacy. Is a natural blonde. That's what I oh. thought. See, I didn't, I thought I heard that, but I am old and I forget things. But maybe that's what happens when the, they go back to their universe. You know, she was actually Mary Jane the whole time and never got killed like Gwen Stacy did. Uh, that would be weird, though. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. Uh, You'd have a Lucy. You got some spinning to do because <laughs> fans would be at. Because I am convinced now. I see why Hollywood does what they do with the spoon feeding information because. After being on YouTube and TikTok for a while, people are idiots. Sophie Turner? Too tall. Too tall. Uh, that sucks for her because she is so tall. I think it really does kind of pull her out of some roles. Like, it's, she's strangely tall. <laughs> well, she's like, I think, six or six yeah. one. I mean, it's, that's tall. <laughs> and Andrew Garfield's a tall guy, but even he's going to be overshadowed by her. You don't want that. Yeah, no. Your Spider-Man should be... And he's not at the pinnacle. Yeah, and Spider-Man's not like, you know, LeBron James out there or anything. It's but unfortunate yeah. that they also wasted <laughs> the other hot redhead in the MCU on a bald person. Oh, Karen, Karen Gillan. Gillan. Yeah. yeah. She's bald. They're just erasing yeah. redhead people from the face of the earth. Yeah. Oh, but we're been, not talking about that. this for years. Have you not read how many <laughs> redheaded characters that they've put in there as black people? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Yeah, they're no. switching all the yeah. way to African race and gender bending, but these poor redheads, these genders can't yeah. catch a break. They really are. Not worried Zendaya, about gender bending. Zendaya, you know, should have been a redhead. Yeah, not yeah. a black person. I'm so, I apologize yeah. to all you gingers out there. <laughs> I didn't realize um, your plight. Uh, Wally West 
Is yeah, Wally West yeah. in the comics is a redhead. He was black in the show. Uh, and the show is just terrible, though, anyways. So. The first season is not. <laughs> Back me up, everyone. No one. Crickets. <laughs> well, they're not actually here, Wade. <laughs> the CW is the worst thing for comic books. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. It, Someone should stop them. <laughs> keep getting away with Somebody this. Somebody do something. Um, like, you're done. No, you're done. It's not that bad. Cancel the whole network. First two seasons of Arrow, first season of Flash are quite good. I just, I don't know why you think they're so bad. Because they are. Objective. They become an abomination. Um, yeah. I don't know who you would cast as Mary Jane. Because uh, it's hard to find that classic beauty. Oh, You've yeah. had one the last two times. <laughs> and were not I got a good one. Uh, she's Tom Holland's age. So she's younger. She is in a CW show. Uh oh. I'm frightened. Madeline Petch. Oh, no. Yeah. You just picked her because she's a natural redhead. You just picked her because she's a natural redhead. She's in Riverdale. Yeah, I know she's great. Okay, for Tom Holland, I thought we were casting Andrew Garfield. Uh, yeah, he can work for Andrew Garfield. No. She's a little too young. That might get weird. Because <laughs> Tom Holland's like 25. She's 28. 20, so she's like 17, 18. Who? Sadie Sink from is Stranger she, she's Things. She's 21. Yeah. Is she 21 years old? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. They're all in their 20s. Uh, she's 20. Oh. Okay, well. Yeah, maybe I not as weird as I thought. Old, uh, years older than uh, Bobby Brown. The singer? The R&B singer? Yeah, the R&B singer. That's an unfortunate name. <laughs> a lot of people named Bobby Brown out there. There's a baseball player named Bobby Brown. A, um, Do you think that like, there's some like crazy, weird, creepy... Uh, like recipe for celebrities, like when they go to change their name. I mean, obviously, none of these people were actually born with those names. Most of them, at least, they always change their name. Good to chunk like, of them, yeah. Put it into like a name generator. Yeah, like or is it like a? Ritual? That's how Childish Gambino got his. Really, Wu Tang name generator. <laughs> uh, Emma Stone. That's not her name. Is not Emma. She was going to use a real name, but it had already been taken. I guess maybe in the Actors Guild. That's why they change it because hmm. there's already a name there. So there was already a. I don't know if it's Emily or something like that. I think it's Emily Stone. So she had to change it to Emma. I believe that's correct. Like they always have like really strong last names that are really short, or if they're really long, they're like really regal sounding names, mm-hmm. or they're like two first names. Maybe that's it. Maybe you just have to, when you submit your claim to the Actors Guild, they're, they're like, like oh, I don't know. Do you think there's like an expert out that. there that is like a name expert? Like, I don't sure. know about that, but I'm guessing if you want to use your real name, you well, submit it. And they're like, you can't do that. Parks and Recreation, taken. where uh, the guy that sold cologne or whatever, he's like, why would you name? Why would you change your name to that? Oh, his real name is like uh, Francisco Rara or something like that. <laughs> but he changed it so it fits in Pawnee. Like it was the guy off uh, the league that he, he, I feel like. You guys have never watched that show. Played Robbie. So I'm glad you brought yeah. up the story. <laughs> oh, God dang it. That's going to bug me. It's really going to go somewhere now. I'm going to have to look it up. Audience, now. what do you think? Shut up, Chris. Uh, no, but I think if you want to use your real name, you submit it. If it's taken, like, hey, you need to change this part or that part. I mean, I do think some of them start talking to their agent and other people, like, hey, what's a good name that really. Because my name's John Smith. Like, I'm not using my name, John Smith. <laughs> well, like, uh,. The Moon Knight guy. What's his name? Moon Knight guy. 
We were really bad at names. Yeah. Poe from uh, Star Wars. He also was in Doom. Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. That's his name. Uh, you know, he has that, uh, it's like a clip where he's talking about his name. Like his real name is, you know. Alejandro. Yeah, yada, da da da. Yeah. It's like a Arabic or some sounding name. And they made him pick the two white sounding names. Uh, so he'd be better chosen. Jason Manzukis. On the Parks and Recreation, his name is Dennis Feinstein, and he changed he changed it to Dennis Feinstein to fit into Pawnee. Pawnee instead yeah. of a really weird sounding name. I mean, Feinstein sounds really weird. Okay, I have a problem with what you just said though. So they made him pick between the two white sounding names, but I thought all these actors care about representation. They care about social justice, but. You caved no, and took the, the and took. Well, I think they all are like that. <laughs> yeah. Then you caved and took the white quote yeah. unquote white people name. That's what it's all about. It's, First of all, I don't think I don't know if Oscar necessarily or Isaac are inherently white just a names. Anyway, Oscar Street. That not a Hispanic name, Oscar Oscar. Not really. It's a Grouch name. He just isn't took it? away the <laughs> the. Um, I'm cut, so I'm at fifty minutes. Are we one to end? Are we want to keep going? It's fine. Because I don't know what topic to go to next. So. Yeah, I don't know what topics to go to either. I've ran out of topics. Well, that will be the... Oh, light change. Yeah. That His will real be name him. is Oscar Isaac Hernandez Estrada. So what's he crying about? His Estrada. name's actually in there already. <laughs> the, the... He's the, Guatemalan. The enthusiasm you give on these foreign names are just... <laughs> That's why you're supposed to say so foreign names. You're supposed you know to that? say it. Well, the flare, you can't see it. And it's, it's like, an here's Eric Johnson. The flare yeah. that he gives. Oh, that's how we will end up with Dylan Flair. Um, yeah. I appreciate everybody coming. I appreciate everybody uh, giving us a listen to. Um, we will hopefully keep going and put out some more episodes. And, Find uh, us on Facebook. Yeah. Instagram. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's still there. If you guys have any ideas. It's still there. It's still there, yeah. <laughs> if that's not promotion, I don't know what is. <laughs> right. It's still there. T-shirts getting cut. <laughs> so for Wade, Chris, and Dylan, I am David, and uh, thanks for listening. See you guys.